Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now, on to the Blues. I want to talk about the positive first. Say it with some enthusiasm, yeah. at least. Okay, on to the Blues. <laughs> um, let's talk about some positive. Brian Toll was outstanding. Best carry in the game. Unbelievable. It's stupid. It's crazy. Liam Martin, when you talk about dog in him, he's got multiple dogs in him. Yeah. Uh, literally battling themselves. He was <laughs> so good. He come on and completely changed the, the momentum of the game. He, he took it to the Queensland forward pack. Yeah. He was the one that was almost... Uh, not, not to say that they... I don't feel like New South Wales took a backward step, but I just I just didn't feel like they were taking it to them every run the way mm. Queensland were like. Almost everyone was a challenge. Like, yes. Just, I, I just didn't see that until Liam Martin came on to a degree. Even in his defence, bro. Like, he was fucking flying was so out. So good. Um, I actually thought Junior Bowler came on and was decent. Um uh, who else was okay? I thought Crito was good, but then I looked at his error count. It said five errors, but I'm not sure. So the first tap on that was probably should have tried to grab it, but it was more a bad pass that he was trying to make good. Then the other error was at the end where he threw it out. I don't know where those three other... Oh, maybe it was a tap back. I reckon there was another back? tap back. There was, yeah, there was definitely a couple of tap backs. See, I don't, I don't... The tap back ones I don't consider like errors because you're trying to make this crazy no, play. agree. So I personally think Critter actually played pretty well. Um, Sorry, I just looked on Fox Sports stats. They only have Critter having two errors. So there's, yeah. So it must be those tapbacks yeah, that aren't counted is. as errors. It must be. Uh, yeah, so I thought Critter was pretty good. Uh, who else? Appy was solid. He yeah, still yeah, I thought missed, he was. He still missed six tackles, though. Um, and look, some of the Queenslanders missed tackles, too, so it's not just him alone. Um, to be fair to Appy, had had six missed tackles, which isn't great. Had to play the full 80. He actually had five at half time. So only missed one in the second half, which yeah. is when I was probably most worried about him. Yeah. Uh, Cam Murray came on. I thought he was good. 104 metres, uh, 29 tackles with zero misses. Uh, but as a whole, as a unit, looked super clunky. I didn't ever really see that high quality of shape. Uh, no. And as I said, it's not the fact that New South Wales lost. 
it's more just like the way it happened. The game was theirs. It was there to be won. You know, the 50-50 calls outside of the Frizzell one was going their way. Ten in the bins, the injuries. Everything was put there for, Queen, for New South Wales to get the job done. And unfortunately, it just was constantly like stop, start. Like you'd feel like you're getting a bit of momentum and then boom, something would happen. And all of a sudden, you know, a front row was taking a one-off hit up and fourth tackle and you're going, well, there's a whole set wasted. Mm. Uh, did you mention um, Jerome Luai in that spell then? I thought he did pretty well. I, I thought Luai was good. Yeah. I thought Luai was good. And I, I, I honestly think, and look, everyone's told us their own opinion, but if you think... Luai played poorly. I actually think it's that's pure bias. That's yeah. that's bullshit. I like agree. I do not think he played poorly at no. all. He, he had two tries. Like you wouldn't have barely scored without him. Um, Dare I say, if Nico Hines was picked at five eight and played that same game, we'd be praised. A lot of people would be praising, praising him. him. Given it to Luai. Yeah. So we spoke about it early on, but from a broad perspective, Tedesco is an Origin legend in my opinion. He is he has been incredible in the arena. He's won premierships, but I do think that. With such a dominant Penrith core, tough conversations probably have to be had between Teddy, Cleary, Freddie, and making it extremely clear that this is the game plan we're going with and, Teddy, we need you to be doing this, this, and this. Now, look, maybe that conversation has already happened and that's the game. The game plan we saw was the game plan that they planned for, but outside looking in, it didn't look like a game plan was being stuck to um, by everyone. And so I think that they need to just hand the keys to Cleary and whatever Cleary says, everyone on that team has to do. What do you guys reckon? Isn't it a classic example with Teddy? Like, just stats don't always tell the story. Like, mm. 24 runs, 200 metres, seven tackle breaks. Like, it seems like just such a typical Teddy game mm. where he's everywhere and doing everything. But I agree with you. I think he just stunted so much of what we were doing, mm. especially going down that right edge. I just I, – I just – I don't understand how Turbo never got any good ball mm. at any point. And, you know, maybe it's unfair to put it all on Teddy, but that's that's the vibe that I got from it. Mm. It's, it's so tough because, like, he has been praised for so many years for playing like this. Yep. You know, like, this is big stats, big runs, big tackle breaks. But I do feel that in the at least the last few years, even in your record win, even though he was good, probably a third or fourth best player, it was the Trell and Tom Dravojevic show. Yes. And so that's that says to me that when he plays a role that is, like, two or three down, he you guys play better. You guys play better. And it's... It feels almost uh, stupid to say because how can we sit here and say one of the most consistent players of the modern era needs to take a step back? But unfortunately, when you watch the game last night, like he probably just needs to take a step back. Mm. Almost similar. I know Reese Walsh and him are different kind of players. I'm not saying that he has to be like Reese Walsh is more of a ball player. I, I get all that, but I think let's say Reese Walsh is on the left side of the scale and. Teddy's on the right side of the scale in player styles. I do think he needs to lean closer into the middle, somewhere in between, somewhere in between that kind of stepping into a game plan. Because unfortunately at the moment, it just doesn't look like Cleary is being able to play the game that he's used to playing. Mm. And, and I know some people are going to say, well, that's Cleary's fault. Like some people are going to be calling for Cleary's head or, or whatever. But me personally, he's the out and out best seven in the comp yep. at Clubland. If you can't make it work with him, who are you going to make it work with? Yeah. Like My opinion on a couple of things you said, and I think you nailed it, the volume style of Teddy, which we all do praise, mm. it gets by with the line break, with the try assists, mm. with the tries. 
that's how you judge that performance. If you don't get the line breaks come out of nowhere mm. and you don't get the try assists and the tries, there is an opportunity to make judgment on the style of game that he has. Mm. And that's where we're at last night. Mm. But you look at it, I think there is a battle of power. We, in reality, we do have the Penrith core. We have to play to it. I'd love to see, and maybe Latrell would have helped this, but I, you know, there was a time when New South Wales, Luai and Cleary were getting to that 30-40 mark and bang, cut out past the centre and see where that goes. Mm. You know what I mean? But I think the opportunity is now to have a conversation around if we don't have some more structure, some more shape, a fullback that can play a role which is swinging and adding to shape in good ball with, with the Clearies, it's going to be a problem. That mm. volume style just isn't going to get it done. And Cleary at Penrith is Cleary at Penrith. Yeah. I don't know how much he needs to talk. I don't know how much he needs to say. Yeah. They've got their structure. They've got their style. In mm. origin, if that's not in him to override the Australian New South Wales captain, then a chat needs to be had around, think we need to go more of this. Don't take away all the strengths in your game. But if we don't have that shape and structure, oh, it's going to be hard. Yeah. And, and I, I, I'll be really clear. This is not to say Teddy is not a great no, rugby league player. freak. Probably the second best fullback we've ever seen. But sometimes... Less is more. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes choosing, okay, just like what Dylan Edwards does for the Penrith Panthers. Coming out of his end, he plays essentially identical to Teddy. Heaps of hit-ups, strong ball carrying. But as soon as they get into good ball, he immediately takes a back seat, goes out to his edge, which is the right edge he usually sits on, Guru. Yep. And, he, and he kind of plays his role there. And that's, I, I do think that if Teddy and Cleary could come to that balance... I think you'd see a, an attacking machine almost. Mm, it would yeah. be incredible to watch. And I think it's very easy to scream, drop James Tedesco and all that, but I'd like... He's earned more than that. He's, yeah, earned, he's earned the opportunity to show what he can do. There's, there's no... I know people... Yeah, I agree. There's going to be people screaming for it. I personally think you've got to show James Tedesco way more respect oh, than that. He's, he's earned more than one... And if anyone's going to react in game two, he's Teddy. the one. Exactly right. He's going to sit and watch that tape. Oh, and he'll be able to see it without yeah. it. He might not have been able to address it when he was out there last night, but he'll be able to see it when he sits back and watches it. It's I not with no bad intentions what he yeah. does. He's trying to get the ball. He's trying to make an impact. Yeah. But we know that's detrimental. Well, and it's, it's, it's ironic because we spoke about how clear he's the man at Penrith. Teddy's the man at the Roosters. Yes. So you've got two guys that are the man at their clubs playing a certain way. And so when they – that's why I just think it's important for Freddie. And, he, and look, maybe Freddie has had this conversation. But I think to give Cleary the confidence and make it known to every single person that the game plan is Cleary's, whatever he says goes, no one overrides him. The only, like, the only person that can override him is maybe Luai because he plays with him every week. But yeah. I, I would honestly get to a point where – Unless you call like a Porky's call, or we used to call it Porky's. What was your red call where you, you have to get the ball no matter what? You've got oh, a scoring opportunity, you remember? <laughs> well, ours was called Porky's. So if I call a Porky's, I think there's a try on. Yeah. But if I stuff it up, I'm getting yeah, oh, 100%. Video session. I think that they need to get to a point where it's almost like, unless someone calls the red call or whatever it is, yeah. Cleary gets the ball or whoever is in the game plan to get the ball gets the ball, whether it's... Mm. You know, Luai, and I think DCE and Munster, they struggled with this as well. They struggled with this. The year that we got, um, which year was it, that we got beaten in 2000, so we won 2020, maybe 2021 maybe, they were really struggling to like get that balance of, because DCE is so dominant at club, he's the man at club, he, you know, the man, the man, he, you know, he's, he's six at the time, I think might have been foreign. And so DCE was having like 40 touches a game. Got into origin and Munster was really quiet because he just wasn't getting the ball when he needed it. So it's not only uh, a unique problem to Cleary Teddy. This is a normal thing that happens in all origin sides. Uh, Thurston even talked about when he made his debut, they were training 
uh, before in origin and he said he was a passenger and Lockie pulled him aside he said mate you need to get us to the these points on the field he said and then when i call the ball no matter what you get me the ball that's all your job is that's all your job is yeah it's so interesting bro like the transition you need to make to become a role player when you are the one at club and look at the roosters like teddy's a product of that environment and it's only gotten worse over the last few years we're relying on teddy yes like through that period with all the injuries he carried that team on his back to fifth place so So you take that into you know you take that into consideration of where he's at now and again Let's give the opportunity, like you said, Guru, maybe this is the moment to be like, oh, okay, shit. Mm. We do need to adapt. We do yeah. need to make some adjustments based on this. And, you know, this is what I'm doing week in, week out at club. I'm just trying to fucking make an impact. Mm. But ultimately it means that we're sacrificing good attacking footy, our shape. And if you can have a bit of both where you always catch a ball on the full, you always do the Teddy runs, but you plug in and play a role in shape, fuck, that's all we want. And it's not like he can't do it. Oh, he can 100% do it. Do it better than anyone. 2021, he did it. Like, he did it. And it was uh, one of his, he was still, like, his stats were incredible. It was more of his, one of his quieter series, even though he was third or fourth best player. Um, So I I do think that if you're going to go down the Penrith route, you've got to give all the keys to Cleary. Like, purely, this is Cleary's team. What do you reckon? What would you do, Guru? Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I'm really torn on this James Tedesco thing. I, I'm just hoping that he takes it all in, bounces back. I, I personally think he will, but I'm, I'll be honest with you. I, I sat there and watched last night, and I'm the biggest Cleary fan in the world. And I think that, you know, I still think Cleary could have done a lot more last mm. night. And as I said, I'm the biggest Cleary defender in the world. But the moment that stood out for me that shit me to no end was when Tyson Rizal got held up. That took two or three minutes, and it was third tackle. So Nath had two minutes to prepare his fourth and fifth tackle in a really key moment in that game. The fifth tackle option, we got tackled behind the play the ball. Mm. I just I don't understand how we – and it's happened previously before, a couple of years ago when Matty was at Cody Walker who got injured a few years ago with about three minutes to go. He was down on the ground. Yeah. yeah, Cody was down. Not on the ground for two or three minutes, could, and yeah, Nath had a couple of minutes to set up his – and we just threw absolutely nothing at them. Mm. As I said, huge Nath fan, but I, I do think that, I, and I don't want it to become a James Tedesco thing that excuses Nath. He's the halfback. He has to take responsibility for this team. And at moments last night, I didn't feel like he did. Well, do you think that that is a, a not a problem, but that's a thing that should be fixed by coaching, giving him the confidence to make those calls? This is where I see a gap. Yeah. I just, I just don't, we can't sit here and say what the players are going to sit down and talk to each other and strategize. Like, I think there's a gap in leadership of the strategy and the coaching and the implementation of that stuff. But, but then I, which worries me, and I agree with you, worries me, where do we go? We've got Freddie in there. We've got Joey. Who, who can we get that's going to be more helpful to Nathan Cleary than Andrew fucking Johns? Mm. That, that, that's what worries me so mm. much. I agree in regards to on the origin level, I think he's played solid. He's had some, some good games, but. When it comes to taking that next step, he's still 25. He's got plenty of time to take that next step. He he hasn't taken the next step yet, for sure. But I, th- I think it is underestimated how tough it is to override oh. senior players that are almost legends of the game. Like, Cleary even spoke about it going into Australian camp. He said initially it was really hard to to tell, you know, DC or Munster or all these guys that have been around for way longer than me what to do especially with his demeanor camp yeah like he's, he's a, a humble guy yeah, he's, I mean. he's not a it's not outspoken he's not a brash young kid coming through that will get chirpy to the older guys he's, he's actually quite old school in the way he kind of speaks to the older guys so i just think that 
it's a it's a matter of making sure Cleary has all the tools to override all calls and to make sure everyone's on you know falling in line. And I, I agree with you on that front. It is hard to overcall, guys. This is fifteenth Origin last night. This is his sixth Origin series. Mm. Like, I, I, like he's the halfback at the end of the day. He has to be able to overcall those guys and make those moves. I understand it's difficult. I get it, but. That's your job as a halfback. But, what, but but I think what you're maybe not counting is maybe he's getting overcalled. Like, so maybe the other players, maybe like Tedesco or someone else, is literally saying, "No, give me the ball, give me the ball down a short side or, or whatever." You, you just that could be happening on the field. What about reflecting on him, Kempi, and his current style of football? Like, is do we all believe there's been moments where he just takes control of a game? It's not. It's not typical. It's not like you're not going to say that about Nathan Cleary. Well, he does a club for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with club, I just think it's like this false sense of reality where he he is the one mm. and everything's built around him. It's not just on the fly in the game. Hey, give it, give it to me. It's actually built around him. So when that's, it's not, that's, what I'm saying that's why I feel the struggle in origin. Well, he'll not, kick well. He'll, yeah. he'll do all the foundations. But that's what I'm saying. I think they need to create the environment where yes. that he is the one. Yes. He I think the create one. the environment is mm. the key. It's not about like him to, to necessarily just talking more. It's like, let's build, build it around him. That's what I think. But to Guru's point, you could make the argument they've already done that. They've picked Appy. They've picked Yo. They've picked Luai. But I don't know how much more they could have done for him. Yeah, you're I right. think at some point, Nath has to grab it by the collar and go, this is my fucking football team. It's it's hard. It's just so hard when you've got two players. I'm totally it. So it's so much harder than people give it credit for. Again, but again, maybe this is the moment. This yeah. is the catalyst for a conversation for a little bit of a shift. Oh, I think then the conversation needs to be had. I personally still think that he's struggling to battle of power. That it's his team. Yeah. I think that James Tedesco is their captain. He's an he's one of the best Blues players of all time, and I think he's struggling to be able to go. You know. This is my team. Get here, get there. But to your point, though, Guru, that's his job. It's mm. his job. It's his, he's the halfback. He's you know, he's going to play his fifteenth game as starting halfback for the New South Wales. Even Blues even if he loses, though, he's still at a fifty percent win rate. So he's still one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, like he's still done pretty du- bloody well. And look, I sound like I mean, I I, I think Nath is going to dom- once he once it clicks. I think he's going to dominate yeah. <clears throat> this arena for a long time. But we're going into game fifteen now. Mm. I, we, don't we know, know how talented he is. We've seen him do it on the big stage. We've seen him do it everywhere else. Mm. I just I don't know how many other halfbacks would be given 15 games and are still well, be sitting here uh, making DC, other reasons. DC got quite a quite a fair <coughs> few games to become the player he is today. Agreed. He, he was he, like really 2020 was his redemption story. Mm. He'd been playing Origin since 2013 or 14, so he got quite quite fair, you yep. know. So. Oh, not everyone can be Cam Munster, you know. Like mm. he is such a freak, and also Queensland are coming off the back of just this crazy, bizarre, you know, situation. But I think that's what annoys me, though, is that Nath can be Cam Munster. Mm. Nath should be Cam Munster. Mm. Yeah. Look, I, I think that Nate's Cooper Cronk to me. Nate ain't Cam Munster. And, that, and that's what I was going to say before. You know, to me, watching Melbourne Storm, you can obviously talk a million times more about it. That always felt like to me, despite there being Slater and Cronk, despite there being Slater and Smith, that was always Cronk's side. Mm. It was always his team. He was always calling the shots. I sat back and I watched Nathan, the Origin Arena. I don't feel that way about it. And I think that's what needs to change. Yeah, but I think that the, it being Cronkside, it's because Smith and Slater allowed it to be Cronkside. Mm. Yeah, no, what you're saying is right, bro. What you're saying is right. It needs to come from the top down. It's not a player-to-player chat. Yeah. It's a, And I'd, oh, I'd love to know, mm. how has this chat ever happened? Yeah. Has it been mm. identified? 
is this the catalyst for it? To say yeah. like, someone needs to relinquish power and someone needs to empower yeah. Nathan Cleary and the team to be like, this is the way we need to go. Mm. And even if it is a little bit like, okay, we have to adapt because we've made these selections. I think that's just, that's what needs to happen. Because like, put it this way, if, yep. if Smithy wanted to at the storm with Cronk there, go like, no, it's not your team, it's my team, I'm the captain. He could have made life miserable for, for Cooper Cronk, but because Smithy knew that that's not his role in the team. Role. Mm. Role is key. You know, and yes. I just, that's where I think the roles are very muffled because outside looking in, we go, well, this is clear his team. He's the seven. He should be doing this. But I think that there's, it's very vague as, well, is it? Well, Teddy's the origin legend. He's the captain. He's the one that does the talking. And I, I agree with everything you're saying. Mm. I'm not saying that. Uh, Cleary and I don't necessarily disagree with anything you yeah. guys are saying either I think and it's very hard to tell from outside the box I guess for me I look at Nathan I, as I said I think he can be Cam Munster I think he can be what Freddie and Joey were and I just don't think after 15 games Joey and Freddie needed someone to tell them hey this is your team take control of it you know what I mean yeah I mean like even and Joey that's the, maybe, I, maybe I hold Nathan too much of a high well, standard so Joey's win percentage was 51% won five series over <laughs> his career mm. Nathan's already had three series wins you know, I, I, you know what I think? I personally think that we, we compare everything to the Queensland's dominant era and we just assume that these guys need to go out, have these, you know, three in a row, yeah, two in a row. Yeah. Origin has never been like that. No, like, as it, I said, Joey had a 51% win rate and Joey is a goat of all, you know, he's a goat. I, I Yeah, it's tough because I see where you're coming from. Yeah. You know, in a game like that, in a, in a perfect world where Cleary plays the best we know he can, he takes the game by the scruff of the neck and he puts 13 plus on Queensland. Like, that's what should have happened. That but was what yeah, was written But you're down. right, Kempi. We will never see again the trifecta of Smith, Cronk and Slater. We just won't. No. Unless you fucking make them coaches and then they, yeah. they build a Queensland team. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's just what, so like, you literally had the perfect storm there that not only were these three at the same age existed at the same time, for not only their state, but for their clubs that they were playing together each and every week. Like, and it just it sets a standard that I think is just near impossible to catch. Throw in the Munsters, the GIs, all these sort of guys. Like it's it just sets such a high bar. And I, I genuinely do think I was talking to mates about it last night. I think that that eight in a row has caused so much damage to New South Wales. Oh, I don't. No. It's going to take decades for us mm. to overcome like, that. Can, it really is because the kids that are supported, the kids that I coached at eighteen, they grew up with a sucking. Mm. They grew up with us maybe competing. Mm. I grew up with Daly, Freddie, Joey, all these guys that would put the team on their back and just dominate. They they haven't grown up like that. And I also think that like even if you win two in a row, it's not enough. It's it's not enough. It's we never need five. Enough. Yeah, like. Unless Cleary goes out and, you know, wins four series in a row, he, he didn't achieve what he's supposed to. I'm not saying you're saying that. I, I, I agree with you, though. The time is, I personally think that Cleary has 24 months to, to make that team hit. Make an origin impact. So yeah. this year, next year, and if, if it still seems like an issue, then I do think that you need to consider, like, okay, is this the best direction going forward? Uh, because I personally think that Cleary is going to dominate Origin. I really do. I, mm. I, As do I, 100%. I, I really, yeah, really I agree. do. Um, but I do understand people's... Uh, it's Origin, though. Like, you're going to... Like, if you if you go back through the history before the eight in a row, mm. it was a, it was essentially tit for tat. Like, what was it? It was like a an even win rate. Mm. It's only that eight in a row that's put Queensland out way ahead. So, as I said, I think it has... You know, you did win two in a row, 18, 19, with him at the helm. Lost 20... Record win 21. You know, so it's like he's fucking done pretty good yeah, for a young yeah, fella. Exactly. Like, and I know people don't 
I think it's anyway. the whole the whole puzzle that we're highlighting, yeah. and I, I, I'm actually pumped up for game two now. Mate, I think that because I want to yeah. see, well, we I want to see year. what's going to happen. I want to see what they're yeah. going to do. If we're, they're going to yeah. identify what the reaction is. Yeah. Well, we saw last year he's pumped us in game two, mm. forty-four bloody whatever it was, and Cleary was unbelievable. Come in here carrying um, on too, Guru. <laughs> That's the thing as well, like you say, we won 18-19 with, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit negative here. Like, the reality is, we won 19. Clearly, didn't play in game three. Mm. Like, I, I just, I don't think he is. Fuck, that's pretty rough. Oh no, no, yeah. and mate, as I said, I am being super negative here. But you hate him. I'm being negative because Nath <laughs> should be better than what he is right now because he's got that talent. Maybe I hold him to too much of a high standard. Fair, fair <laughs> enough, if I do. But I like he should be one of the proper greats. He's got the ability to do it. He's shown it at club level. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I view it more from the stage he's 25 years old, he's run three origins. Like that's I'm happy to good. sit on the yeah. there's the whole the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um but at the end of the day, he's the big dog in that seven jersey that you know the state's relying on to get the job done. Yeah, and you've got big expectations and it's warranted. I, oh, I mate, that's why I think it's warranted yeah, 100%. Yeah. You've got to hold him war- to high standard. Warranted because he can deliver it. Yeah, 100%. Than, and he's 100%. shown us in so many other ways. Mm. Um now Let's talk about some other players. Tom Travojevic goes up with HIA, um, failed it, so he'll be out for a minimum 11 days. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that he was 100% going? Oh, look, Just I looked actually, under done. I think it looks like physically he's good. I just think mentally he's struggling with his body right now. He didn't, even though when you look at his stats, he made a decent amount of meters and, you know, he missed a few tackles or whatever, but he just doesn't look like the same energetic Tommy we, we saw a couple mm. of years ago. Yeah. What would you do in the Tommy? Well, I mean, what do you think of Tommy? Well, mate, to be honest with you, I came in here today thinking that New South Wales just used him very, very poorly. Mm. Um, and, I, and I came in here thinking that I would definitely pick him for game two. And, you know, I've heard many differing opinions. I, I'd actually like to sit down and watch the game again and just watch Turbo because mm. I think that I came out of it with, with a bit of a different un- understanding to other people. Mm. Um, but I would have still picked him f- for game two, 100%. Um, and I, I just felt like every time I went down his edge... Teddy or whoever it was would turn for Zell under. He just never seemed to get the ball to him. But, you know, t- talking to people earlier this morning, they all made good points. You've got to bring yourself into the game mm. 100%, which is a fair call that Turbo probably didn't as much as he sh- could have. Which is that a reflection of the point that you made, Kempi? Because let's go back to the greatest game ever. Not only he's played, but basically nearly any origin player in the outside backs, he is everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. He's cruising around. You know, you're just, you're just not seeing that. Now, we don't know the whole picture, but yeah, that's maybe probably he's been the, told to stand out on correct. his edge or whatever. I mean, but that's still, the difference that I see. He still had 18 runs, 137 metres, 38 post-contact, two tackle breaks, 14 tackles, three misses. You know, so, like, he still got through work and, you know, it's just bizarre. I don't know what it is, but, like, when I watch him... I'm so used to seeing Tommy everywhere, all over the field, breaking tackles, inside balls off his, like almost demanding a play be made for him. And I just didn't see that. And that, and that could be, he could be a victim of what we've been talking about, of this clunky game plan that just doesn't seem to be working. It felt like to me last night, at about the 60th minute, I was sitting there going, well, it's a matter of which one of them stands up first, Munster or Turbo. Mm. I just felt like they're two of the freaks on the field that you can't prepare for. Mm. You can't defend. If they want to do something, they'll do it and they'll break the game open. And Munster was the one that stood up in the end. Granted, 
so I had to go off the field. Yeah. But I... And he was fishing around, Turbo. You started to see that, the kick play in the middle and him swing over to the left and do that play with Crichton, but... Well, it felt like on every last tackle, he was swinging around everywhere yeah. to try and be there for the kick. So I don't, I don't... I'm not convinced he was told to stay down his corridor. Even that guru, like, you got the new era of coaching from Queensland. Like, just because this we had this freak game a few years ago, mm. it's just not a rinse and repeat. Mm. A turbo, you do this, swing here, like, come on, man. Mm. You can't just roll in and do that same game plan again. And that's where I think as well that 2021 needs to be looked at. Like, Isolated. Yeah, if we yeah. have different rules. It's not, the it's, a different it's, not, game. it's not the blueprint for yes. 2023 Origin win. I guess. Which I realised once last night started because mm. I went in there thinking we're going to offload, we're going to have turbo, we're yeah. going to have all this stuff. And then you look at it and you go, the game just isn't like 2021. Mm. It's just not like that. Could you make the argument that if Queensland were given as much field position as New South Wales, that Holmes or Hammer would have – I mean, they did inject themselves in the game regardless, but, like, they would have injected themselves in the game. Arrogant. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, they would Because it's not, it's not like New but South Wales didn't have field position. Yeah, oh, no, and if, the, if it was flipped and we had as much field position as Queensland, you could understand. You know, but he had so many opportunities to inject himself. Mm. That's what I just found so frustrating. And so I don't know whether that's a victim mm. of... Is he a victim of this... But then the shape, play? Kempi, the shape that mm. was run, the attacking plays. Give it, tell me one that you were like, ooh, nice. They did keep turning under quite a lot, and that is a recently a very Penrith kind of way to play uh, and Queensland did select forwards that I guess defend against that keep their feet moving really good laterally um, it was only until Liam Martin started running hard lines well, unders lines the little I try was that it was yep. just a, an old good old fashioned Bang. square bloke up hit a hard line good old fashioned so um, yeah I don't know whether Tom was a victim of a really clunky game plan or he just wasn't as confident as he has been in yesteryear I guess you could make the argument even in 2019, uh, was it 19 when he came back from that injury in Perth? Yeah. Like even then he was everywhere. Like yeah, everywhere. everywhere. And so that was, that's pre-rule changes. Um, that's fair, yeah. So I, I don't know. The thing is with the New South Wales, it's hard to understand what the problem is because it was so clunky. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was so clunky and like not knowing, like I'm just trying to think back to the game and I just don't really remember much getting to this point on the field, no. running plays, running plays, getting to that point, running plays, kick, getting to that point on the field, running plays. I just don't remember And that was that like, much. at no point could I make sense of who New South Wales were trying to get at. No. What, what, that's the story. Where they wanted their tell. sets to finish. That was... 100%. And that's the response that I'm excited to see. Like, yes. I, like I, that's I straight exactly away, as soon as Latrell got ruled out, I went, oh my God, Turbo is going to be everything here. Mm. This is going to be unreal. And it, it felt like they hadn't, there was nothing... There was literally no plays or anything that worked towards putting Turbo in good space other than we get to last, we'll kick into space and hopefully he'll be there. Yep. I can't remember a time where I've seen such a, it, without bad intention, such an individual performance where people are trying to make an impact off their own back and there really wasn't a defined structure mm. that you could say, hey, we're trying to work towards this, we're trying to work towards that. The left side had their moments. They come together as a Penrith edge, I think, in attack and were a little bit of a saving grace, but ultimately across the park, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, how do they respond? What's our strategy? What's the structure? What's the changes? And even, you know, just as they've used Turbo the last few years, how they just let him roam, like, he doesn't even have to touch the ball on the left. As long as he's there, mm. he's just another – he's a guy that you have to keep an eye on. You can't, you, you can't leave him. I just think – I just don't think we utilise – and especially when we went down that left, it felt like <coughs> Teddy was – I don't know. Every, every time we had a raid in the left side, it felt like Teddy 
wasn't there almost. Mm. Did, did you guys get that vibe? Or like I thought it was on just, the left. Yeah, yes, on the left. 100%. Yeah. Or, there was once that Turbo chimed in and it came to nothing, but fuck, it looked dangerous. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a bit strange. <laughs> yeah, as I said, side. it's a very hard to like gauge because it was so clunky and yeah. not smooth. The whole game was also very yeah. stop start. Whereas like I can vividly remember and maybe it's because of my bias but i can vividly remember reese walsh sweeping around the back the you know munster getting short you know getting to the line hitting short or hitting out the back like i can, I can look remember at the pressure that. they put the left side under the right side of queensland yeah. beautiful place um hudson young actually we'll talk about david pango jr uh look he didn't play his first stint was solid in my solid. opinion solid decent Decent post-contact. Didn't run over 100 metres, though. His second stint came on, gave a penalty away for a flop, offloaded out the back. We ended up scoring. Oh, unfortunately, it offloaded probably it. wasn't... Yeah, I, I don't think it was the debut that he would be hoping for, to be honest. And I don't think it was the... I don't think he did what he hoped he could do for a debut. I thought his first tip was good. I didn't think he tried to overplay his hand. I didn't think he tried to do any of the things I expected from TPJ. When he came on for that second set, as you said, you had the the flop, which was I, – I, I can take a leave that, but it was that offload that really – I, I mm. literally wrote in my notes two minutes before that, oh, TPJ that, not that, overplaying his hand. That I eh? love that he's just – and then I looked up and I saw it happening and I went, fuck. He could see he was going to go shit. for it. Eh? And, of course, when he makes that play, who's the guy that's standing there to clean that ball up? Cotter. It's Ruben Cotter. And that's what separates, for me right now, Queensland selections and New South Wales selections. Mm. Yeah. And I thought the he thing was... that I hated even more was that if Freddie's going to pick this guy, you know you're going to get rocks and diamonds of TBJ. He pretty much pulled him off straight after that. Yeah. And I, uh, the media, the, Just, the promotion... It's never going to shatter him for his career. No. The promotion of him was like two double-sided and then Gus trying to neutralise the whole thing. But I'm wanting him to come out and actually cause some havoc. Like, you know what I mean? Well, the, 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 the reason why, and maybe because he didn't get as many minutes, um, but, like, basically every front rower that played for Queensland ran for over 100 metres. Yeah. So, like, even even Tavita, so Tavita, look, he only played 27 minutes, so that, that probably has a lot yeah, to do with it. Yeah, it's not a lot. Um, I just, it's tough because you don't want him to go crazy and get sent off. You want him to, but you also, I just thought that we would see more impact from Tavita. That was his job, was to... For all of us to go away going far out when Tavita, Liam Martin like, Liam Martin came on the field and we all knew mm, it. We all yeah. knew it. And I think with Tavita, I just don't know whether we got Who's that our bully, Kempi? Who's, who's the bully? Liam Martin you know? probably. Yeah, in, in second row, it's not bad, but like who's the bully in the forward pack, you know? No, it, they're, they, Queensland are some bullies. They're aggressive, Paddy, they don't give a they shit. They love it. They just love, love it. it. They love it. Uh, well, Tavita's yeah. second stint was eight minutes. Tell me if he didn't make that offload, he would have been taken off after eight minutes. Yeah. Uh, and that's what, that's what I don't like. If Freddie's going to play with fire, which I wouldn't have done. I said it many times. If you're going to play for fire, be prepared to get burnt, but then back your guy in. Mm. I think the same with Hudson Young. Like, uh, I know he made his errors, he made his mistakes, but to take him off after 30 minutes, not put him back on the field. Like, I think you've taken two guys that 10 days ago, you backed in to pick them from origin over other guys. And I think, once again, being each other well, we've done a lot of damage to those two guys. Yeah, look, I, I, um, I agree with you in regards to, you know, hooking him after one offload. I think that's pretty rough. Um, if, if that was the case, if it was already in the plan, then, then it is what it is. But I do still feel like for a guy that got picked as a bolter rather than 
someone that had been you know playing since round one, killing it. I really think you've got to impact the game. Yes. Like you're being brought in mm. to impact, and I just don't know if there's Tavita an energy, did that. there's an intensity yeah. that you want he to was, see. He was he was solid. Mm. He wasn't bad. At, I don't think he was terrible at all outside of the, the offload. But I just didn't see the impact that I thought I would see from him. Which is now, you know, he's picked two similar players in the last two years. Tavita this year, Sivitalico last year, which Freddie has gone, I'm going to try and get the best of him. I'm going to gamble on these guys. He's not getting it out of them. Do we, do we give up that sort of play? Yeah, I would have gone more with... I, I always said from the start, Tavita, if Tavita was playing for me, he'd be coming off the bench. And I would just be saying, go absolutely mad when you go on for 10 to 20 minutes and then bring you off. Um, I... Yeah, I probably would have started with Junior and Payne Haas. I would have loved to have seen Freddie's reaction when he put his team shirt in and then he saw Queensland. As in the changing of the yeah, team. Yeah, I, just, I would have loved to have just seen his reaction. Cause it, like, and that they even said it on the um, telecast last night that the last thing that uh, I think it was Joey or Brandy, one of them said the last thing Freddie said to them was just go out, be physical. Mm. And it just didn't play out that way. Queensland, as you said before, Queensland didn't allow it to play out that way. I don't know, it's just like they saw New South Wales coming from a mile away. Well, I mean, I, I personally, I think New, New South Wales made it quite obvious that they thought they got bashed last year. They didn't like, the, well, not they didn't like the physicality. They almost like, they didn't quite like the way the Queensland forwards players hand, like played against them. So they're going to fight fire with fire. And, and they almost telegraphed their plan. I think they actually may have been smarter to keep it a bit in-house, maybe name Tavita on the bench. Then maybe start him in and surprise, you know, and come with that crazy aggression. But as I said, I just didn't – until Liam Martin came on, I didn't see that hyper-aggression that I thought that was going to come out in New South Wales. And that's where I think that, you know, Freddie wants to fight fire with fire and you're going to pick these guys that are, have got a little bit of rocks and diamonds in them. You have to be prepared that they're going to make errors and you have to be prepared to defend those errors. And I, I didn't feel like Freddie had enough confidence in his team's defence, which I – you know, did they, did they build that up enough during the week? I, I don't know – I don't know. I just didn't love the way that Freddie used his interchanges and how he utilised guys. I just it, it was a game of chess out there, and I thought Slater won it by a mile in the way that he used his players. The good thing is, series is not over at all. And I know everyone's like, "Oh yeah, but it's up in Brisbane." Yeah, look, that's what makes this drama so great because mm. New South Wales have they didn't just lose by two points, and you know it was a tight match. You know, it was a, a match that should have been won. Their pride and egos are going to be hurting. Yeah. And as I, be, I personally believe they have the talent, 100%, to take it to the Queensland side. It's just a matter of getting the game plan right, getting Agreed. everyone going in the same way. They've got the talent. 100%. Talent's never been the issue. They got the grit. They got the determination. They got the fire. It's just about just everyone on the same page like Queensland seemed to be. I will say the one thing that gives me a lot of hope is that Latrell Mitchell should be available. Mm. He just adds, he adds that bit of grit. He just adds that extra little little, little bit of confidence to our game. I guess you kind of know he's just got something about him, Latrell. That him in the side makes me think maybe we can go to Suncorp. I'm still like I know a lot of people are counting Blues out. I'm absolutely not counting Blues out. I, I still think, again, like I said at the start of the show, eighty percent of the ingredients were right. You had mm. all the field position, all the possession. These are just. Small tweaks that need to be made, hmm. and all of a sudden you get the cake. No, no, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. The reaction's there. It's all laid out on a platter. Yeah, and it's a few there. shifts to the game plan, and like you said, well, this way, let's say, let's say, let's say they get all their attacking plays right Full going side. in. Yep. He's win 13 plus. Hmm. That's just one tiny part of the game. All hmm. the other parts of the game, field position, ruck speed, like your line speed, us coming out of our own end, we were getting. 
bashed mm, like 100%. constantly with the line speed. Now, I didn't see it in an aggressive, intimidating way, and maybe that's more because Queensland just continue to fucking turn up. Um, so all those things like that were perfect. Line speed, um, con- you were great in the, the actual contact. Um, it's just that last piece of the puzzle that was missing. And so I actually don't think that... I think it's the initial puzzle. reaction to how disappointing... Like, because we shouldn't have lost... Yeah, I know. Because of the end. So I think yeah. that's the thing that just hurts a little bit. Yeah. Once you get over that, though, and see it as something positive that, well, hang on, that's going to be the trigger for a big response from New South Wales. The Latrell comes back. There's a little conversation with Teddy and the boys about a little bit of a adapting the game plan, and then we're on. Everyone's going to want to have a big fucking game. It's going to be huge. I do not doubt that New South Wales can win up in Suncorp. Yeah, like, I agree. It's, as I said, we're back, bro. two, three tries. Two, two three... <laughs> Like you get down I like, need you to come was sit it, next to me in my house <laughs> Was it 39 tackles inside 39 to 14 or something So like that's just That's all just about execution inside our 20 If you had three of those sets where you executed correctly We're sitting here saying What a great win by New South Wales And I know that sounds like Well that's a really easy thing to say But you got all the tough stuff right Although I do think that Queensland did show more I guess just fire in the way they did things yep. still had all the field position still controlled most of the match just that last final blow that you didn't have and that's I, I don't disagree with anything you said but there's also part of me and maybe I'm just being negative and I'm happy to wear that if so but I just think that Billy Slater will sit down on the rounds. I watch back that tape and he will just point out like they didn't play well yep. they played with ticker and that's yep. the thing it's not like we played Queensland at their absolute best I think, I think like I think that's one of the worst performances Queensland have put in that they've won the game out of. Oh, I mean, we played nowhere near our best footy. Like, yeah. when we played our best footy, we scored two tries in the first 10 minutes. And if two teams didn't play their best footy and we were going, you know, for a home game in Sydney, mm. bit of a different scenario. I just worry that I th- I just think the Maroons have got so much more to offer than what they showed and The best last part night. is, Guru, the boys sit down in New South Wales, we're talking about the best players in the world. You watch that video, it's blindingly obvious. Mm. Like like Kenby said, you say how many tackles do they have down there in good 39. ball? Like, let's sit down and watch these 39 plays yeah. and just, oh, shit. Yeah, like where <laughs> were you a, on that play? There's the wake-up call. Yeah, right? where you were you on I mean? this play? Like it, it's a very clear way to fix it. Very. Yeah. You know, and so I do think that I, I do think that they're going to be a tough, tough team to beat in, yeah, up in Suncorp. Which is where I just think the full game two, once again, coaching is just going to be so important what, to these two sides. That's why I could ask a question. Do you make any changes? For your answer... So Turbo won't play a game before Origin because of the stand-down thing. Okay. So just take that into account. I'd still pick Turbo, okay. personally. Uh, I understand your arguments why not, so I would still pick him. I'm, I, so I'm unsure. Like, I'm unsure. I don't know. Whether yeah. I would definitely start Liam Martin on an edge. Are you, are you both going to pick – would you both pick um, Tyson Frizzell again? I thought he was good. Yeah, I thought, I he, thought was he was good, good too. I yeah, thought yeah. he was good. Okay. One of his – he made a real impact. So where, where, where would you pick him in the next game? Would you start him? Would you have him coming off the bench? I'd have him come off you? the bench. I love Cam Murray playing as much footy as possible. So I'd be starting Cam Murray, Liam Martin on the edges. Yes. I think Cam Murray's more suited to Cleary. Mm. I think there's just – it's it's simpler. It's an easier flow there. Tyson Frizzell, his involvement, might, it might have even been slightly unorthodox for a Cleary because mm. he, gets, he gets involved. He takes hard runs. Mm. I feel like Cameron Murray will fold in nicely to what they need to do to kick off the game. I think mm. that's a great point. Yeah. The Campbell Graham thing does stand out for me. Like, mm. 
It's an interesting one. I was saying it can be before, and I don't know if he's going to be available by then, but I think that, as I said before, game one, I'm not confident Appy can go the... I, I, I know Appy can go the full 80, but I'm not confident he can have the same impact, and that's why you're picking Appy at the end of the day. I'm saying to him, if he's available, I would seriously consider picking Cam McInnes, starting him at hooker, and then being able to use him later in the game as a middle forward. And then you can still pick a 14, like a... If you want to go with Hines again, for example, I just, I just don't think Appy playing 80 minutes the entire game is the way to go. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I think that he's proven he can do it, but are you getting the, the best, best out of yes, him? Yes, I agree. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do yeah, it. I yeah, that's the reality. I, I think that it's... Harry Grant can play 80. Ben Hunt can play 80. Yeah. Coruscant's got that more impact style. I agree. I would like to see that. I think, I think so. And that's the thing that I don't understand last year. Like, he had Cook and Nappy in the side, which I was fine with. But he started with Happy and then brought Cook on. Like, I would have done it the, the opposite way, and I'll never understand why he did that. Mm. I just... Like, even, like, Appy's won, you know, premierships the last few years. Even at club level, they use him in that way. They start Liam Martin at nine. They bring him on late. I don't... I just... Even I find it hard with, like, your, your at, at O'Cars to play him on the other side. It's a, it's a big thing. To play him on the right wing when he never has. I'll tell you right now, he, that try that went with Toho jammed and just had eyes for the centre, like, Addo would have stopped that left side. That's him all day. Mm. He, he, double, he double dips on his defence in terms of lobs and defence. But on the, I just don't think you're, you're a shell of yourself when you go to the other side. You've never played there. I think mm. it's obvious. And once again, because you can play on the other side, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Like I just sometimes I think we just outthink the room a little bit. Mm. Um, so Hudson Young, do you select him? Do you select Vita Pangai Junior? I would not select Vita Pangai Junior. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I would back in Hudson for another game personally. Off the bench. Yeah. Off the bench. But that, yeah, I guess so. I just think that Queensland have kind of proven, like this whole fire fire thing. Mm. It, it's just. Let it happen naturally, kind of thing. I don't think Queensland ever go out and say, you know, fuck, we're going to rough them up. And, and maybe internally they kind of say that. But there was a very, it seemed from New South Wales, it was a vocal kind of out. Hudson Young, you know, he's a bit of a grub. He loves to get amongst it. He's origin. He's going to, you know, and he, and he did exactly that. I, I think coming off the bench would be perfect for him. Get him involved. Go hard for 10 to 20 minutes. Don't worry about any of the trying to be the enforcer or, or whatever. Do that with your runs and your tackles mm, and your play carries. a role. Yeah, I, I'd be, I'd seriously consider starting one of Murray or Liam Martin. I don't mind having one of them coming off the bench. Mm. I just think their leg speed when they come on. You saw what Liam Martin was capable of doing last night. He get the, like they they can just turn the game through the middle. Especially, like personally, I would be bringing on as soon as you bring Appy on. As I said, I'd start like a Cam Kinder someone. I'd bring Appy on with one of those two, and I would get them rolling off the back of that. I. I understand the argument of starting Murray and Martin. I would ideally want one of them on the bench. Um, I'm, I'm not overly convinced on whether it's the best for Hudson Young to come off the pine either, but I want him in the side somewhere. Yeah, I just reckon you've got two absolute guns, essentially the Australian edges, like Murray could play the edge. Mm. Why not get them on the field for as many minutes as possible when the footy is at its highest quality? Yeah, on the That's edge fair. especially. Um, like, I just... To have Cam Murray sitting there for the first 20 while the game is just so intense, I just don't know if it's worth it. Australia, we can afford to do that because it's the Australian side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if New South Wales can yeah, afford fair. to do that. No, so good. if you're going paint Haas in the front row next game with Junior? Junior, most likely, depending on like if Jake can make a miraculous return. But yeah. Yeah. And then, so let's say Gerbo's not available, for mm. example. Mm. Who do you go with then? Regan Campbell-Gillard's not available. Do you... Probably Stefano. Um, as my big big bopper. 
Okay. Um, then maybe Tyson, Hudson. Big ass for Stefano to go to Suncorp. Do you turn to like a Saifidi or do you... Yeah, we could go. I'll tell you what, like if Jerbo's not available, do you even consider like ringing Dale Finucane? Going to Suncorp. We need some fucking grit in our mm. side. Yeah, I, I like having one big bopper on the bench, like mm. big, big mm. bopper. I think you need it. Yeah, I, at least one of them. You know, whereas one, like yeah. Tyson, Hudson can all both play in the front row if they yeah. had to. Um, so I'd probably go, Stefano was the 19th man this week, yes. I think. Yeah. So I'd see how Saifidi goes as well, Daniel Saifidi. If he's killing it, then for sure consider him. But I um, look, if Reese Walsh can go over to Adelaide and do what he did, why can't Stefano come on and kill it like Saifidi did in his debut? Mm. Would you go with him, Stefano? I, th- I think so. Okay. Depending on how they play over the next week or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair. You um, want, yeah, you want someone to put their hand up. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I, like, Stefano's been outstanding mm. these last few weeks. Young, athletic, super big. Get him on, go hard for 20 minutes. Um, then I don't mind the chat without a Jake Trebojevic about getting someone in. Who's I think just, we need someone like that. rock solid. But that, that's where I feel like that's when you move Murray into that's the where, that's And I so do you like bring, that chat. You, you, you start him on the, the edge there. You you um you bring on Hudson Young or Tyson Rizel. You move Murray into the yeah, middle to I like lock that. her up. I like that. And then you're good to go. That's yeah, what okay. I'll be doing. But, I like that. But. Do you pick Hines? Um, I just don't see the game plan for him, unfortunately. Mm. I think it was really... It wasn't unfair. That was his job to go on and defend. I, I felt super sorry for him because he basically got on and then was at centre and Munster decides to do his crazy play. And that was really the only opportunity that he got. But I, it's just, I just struggle to how to get him into the game. The only way you can really do it is if you do what Ben Hunt and Harry Grant do. But if you're going to do that, wouldn't you just have Cookie on the bench? Yeah, and that's not who Nico is. Like, and it has been a little bit thrown in at the storm at times. Like, that's just not who he is. If you had to chuck him in at fullback by coincidence or in the halves, he's going to do kill something it. crazy. He'd kill it. But it's not. He's not just a utility. Mm. Can do everything. Yeah. So that's the only problem. Mm. Like, you're really banking on him. Mm filling a gap or an injury in a game, unfortunately. Yeah. I, it's not um, a jack of all trades. I personally, I if you're going to go with jack Hines... <laughs> yes. If, if you're going to with Hines, I reckon you start him. I reckon you, you, yeah. you make him I one agree. of the halves pairing. Um, Just say, let him light it up. Oh, mate. I, I think he would kill it at origin level. He would. Level. He would kill it. But it's just a matter of... When you look at... like For the, the fact that he was essentially sitting on the bench until there was a HIA... If Tommy doesn't get HIA, he probably doesn't get any minutes. That's the problem. You've, you've got a bench player there who is basically there to cover for an injury, which is so that's a problem. You want you want to have a guy that's part of the kind of game plan, I mm. think. But I am happy that Hines got his debut because he deserved. Oh, oh yeah, fired. He's been playing good. Daily M winner. Um, like you'd love to see him. Like what a pass to anyone, anything. It's not oh, a problem mate. for him. And in Origin, just like I bomb. love it. He looked good in that Blues jersey. He did look damn good in that Blues Hair jersey. Hair wet the whole would eighty you, minutes. Would you go with Hines at fourteen? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I can't get inside the head of Freddie. I, I just couldn't see a spot where he was going to be utilised. Same as you guys. I, I'll tell you what, what did disappoint me a little bit, and this will sound like I'm having to go with Nico. I'm not. I think it's a New South Wales problem, not a Nico problem. Bring this guy on. We need him to play against 12 players, 10 minutes with us with us in front. And I look at Queensland, and like in that 10-minute period, your centres are what? Ben Hunt? And who was it? Fafita? Cotter. Cotter. Oh, uh, Fafita. Maybe Fafita went. Whoever it was, point. give you a hot tip, they weren't a centre. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? And I just, once again, not a Nico thing, it's a New South Wales thing. I just always feel like 
when we, when Queensland put guys out of position, they just make it work. Mm. They just find a way to make it work. And I just, I don't know, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, I don't know what it is, but I just don't feel that same confidence with us. Mm. Maybe I'm being unfair and I'm happy to be called out on that. But... Yeah. Like, you look over the years, whether it be Mosenby, Michael Morgan, Kurt Cable played centre a couple of years ago and handled Tom Trevojevic. Hammer got picked out of nowhere to play centre, handled Tom Trevojevic a couple of years ago. It just seems to be these Queensland guys, you chuck them in unusual positions and they just make it work. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say with that. Like, like that is the, the Queensland thing that seems to be synonymous with the Queensland jersey. Um, but I, as I said, look, really disappointing for the Blues. There's no denying that. Yep. But I don't think they're that far off. I really don't. Like, yes, Queensland didn't play close, like as good as they could have. But I, I know it's going to be doom and gloom for the next seven days. Everyone's going to be calling for heads. There's still two games left in this year. The series is not one. Long way to go. Yep. There's a long way to go. You've got a gun side. Tedesco, as we said, one of the best origin players. It's clearly... Multiple premiership winning player at 25 years old. Lua, I thought, played really well. Crichton, I thought, had some good moments. Toa was outstanding um, outside of, like, one or two errors in regards to that when he slipped over. Um, Haas was solid. Frizzell was good. You know what I mean? So there's, there are some positives to take out of it. There are mm. some positives to take out of Jeez, it. I, I loved Liam Martin last night. He was he outstanding. He just wants blood, doesn't yeah. he? Like, he just... just... And I'd just be leaning into that. Like yeah. I'd be, I'd be leaning into that in regards to... Uh, you know, there wasn't any talk about Liam Martin heading into this about he's going to be the enforcer or this. He just went out and did it. Mm. Just went out and did it. And watching Liam Martin last night and the way that he goes about his footy, it just made me miss Jack White even more because yeah. he's got that same sort of... I would have loved to have him in there. He would have just rolled up the sleeves. 100% he would have, yeah. You definitely miss Jake Trevojevic, though. Oh. oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, man. Massively. He, he also would have helped with that calmness in that game plan. Just to have a big bopper in the middle there that just goes like, you know, what are we doing? Cleary, where are we getting to? Where do you want us to get to? Boys, calm down. We're all, you know what I mean? It would have yeah. just been. Again, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Undervalued yeah. those players who mm. just play their role, get and their job done. Trelly Mid as well. Like Trelly Mid would have done something special. Yeah, I reckon he would have been the difference regardless of how we played. So back to the drawing board at the moment for the Blues. I personally think it's pure game, just purely game plan. I wouldn't be making mass changes. I think that would be crazy. Um, it's purely just about making sure. That you let give Cleary the confidence, you know. Even if you you publicly back him in, so it's it's just it's everyone knows it. It's you know, like Cleary's the guy. He that's the game plan. He needs to get to here. He needs to get whatever it is. Just give him the confidence. Create the environment that that's the game plan and stick to it. And then you can make a decision as to who is actually contributing to the game plan and who isn't. Mm. You know, going forward. I think that's the way to go about it. Then, like, go all in on it. Yeah, make I think you public, have to. Yeah, it, I agree. You kind of already have with the Penrith selections. You definitely have. You know, so I, I reckon you go Cleary, public, even public, this is clear, Nathan Cleary's team. We've got 100% faith in him that he will lead us to victory and just create an environment that he knows that. Um, and I'm sure Teddy would get behind it as well. Like, fucking 100% Teddy would get behind yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely he would. Um, and I just think that then you wouldn't see as much clunkiness. Are we, are we confident that Appy's there game two? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I, as I said, he had those misses in the start, but he did have some really good moments. Yeah, he did. He yeah. had some good moments. Um, he was solid. He he was solid. I do think he, I do would. I don't think he should play eighty though. No. Nah. I would love him to get a spell so he can come on and be even more high energy and, and more running through the ruck. Um, but yeah, the Tavita Pangai Junior situation is going to be interesting because I don't think he played shockingly at all. But when you're 
picked as a bolter, you kind of need to have that impact, that that big game where everyone goes, oh shit. Like, mm. you know, when, when Ruben Cotter came in and he, he was on his debut and I think he got moved out to the edge and it, we're all sitting there going far out and he was a bolter. I think when you're a bolter, you kind of have to do that. Otherwise, almost as if you have to work harder than the guy that has been the best player in the comp for the last year or whatever. And you kind of got to die on your sword. Like if anyone's up for potentially being selected or not selected, it is going to be that bolt up based yep. on how yep. they played in that game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've seen it with Altalikai, yep. Critter as well. Um, so going to be really interesting to see what Freddie does. I don't, I don't think mass changes are needed. I think, and I, yeah, I think these boys have got what it takes. Yeah, the I changes really, really are internal, it. like you said. Yeah, game plan, yep. structures, environment, make the environment, give him the confidence that he needs to get the job done. So if you're picking the side tomorrow, you've got to have Latrell in there. Are you mm-hmm. picking him over Critter or Turbo? Such a tough call, man. Such a tough call. I'd be in conversations with Tommy. How's his head? How's his fitness? Another ten day, uh, 11 days off, obviously. He won't get a game. So I'd just be in conversation. At this stage, right now, really unfortunate for Critter because I thought he was good, but I'd probably go Latrell, Tommy. Um, mm. Because the only reason why I'd, I'd keep Tommy there, it's just hard. If it's the game plan that didn't get him good ball, then you definitely keep Tommy. But if Tommy wasn't roaming because he's not as confident, then you have to consider you have to. maybe he's not as confident and he needs to be at origin level. What or would you do? Yeah, I, I think I'd do that. I think I would go turbo on the trail. I'd be I speaking to him terrible for yeah. Yeah. That would be the deciding factor, what yeah. you said. Yeah. Talking like, to turbos? Yeah, saying? if yeah. if there's any – and they would know. If there's any understanding through that whole camp that mm. he's a little bit off mm. or pushing it, and you're happy in game one to be like, hey, turbo's 80%, 90%, let's play him because it's turbo. Yeah. But if you know that and now he's been injured and have 11 days off, oh, I it's reckon tough. that makes it hard. Which is harsh. As I said, I thought Critter was really good. I know I know he had that initial tap on and then the, the pass out the at the end, that doesn't matter. You're just trying to score points yeah. then. You're doing anything. Outside of that, he made some great defensive reads, was really good bringing the ball out of his own end. Um, obviously, he had a try over 100, and, over 100 metres, 115, 41 post contact, which was actually you know, really Jeez, good. So some of his defensive reads were good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. He's, some of his defensive yeah. – like his defence for the last six weeks has been outstanding. Yeah. Something's changed there for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He had a line break, three tackle breaks, 14 tackles, only one missed. Um you know, I thought Critter was good. So I, I, I'm happy for Critter that he got to get that bounce back. Tall, I mean, I feel like we don't even speak about him, but the bloke ran for 201 metres, 18 runs, it's 60 stupid. post contacts, six tackle breaks, a line break off a kick return. That line he, break kick return he was gangster. Straight. <laughs> so that's, that's what I mean. Like when you, when you try to take away the shock of the loss and you just really break it down, there are some positives to look at, in my opinion, for the Blues. Tyler, when he made that line break, he didn't even brace for contact. It didn't look like, it's like he knew he was going through. It's not like he put freak. the bumpers no, up. Not at it all. It was just like I'm I'm he looking ten meters shot. ahead, yeah. and that's where I'm actually going to run no. to. Just no fear. So good. And he's just a fridge. So so good. They're the hardest to tackle too. So I, I think that I think the game two at Suncorp might be one of the best games we've seen. I really think New South Wales is going to turn yeah, up. Yeah, I agree. I really think they're going to turn up. I think these boys are going to be hurting more than anyone. They're going to be ready to go game two. Uh, what do you, what do you reckon? You kind of fired me up there uh, with that little speech. That's good because oh, I was very yeah. Obviously, it's been a tough tough morning after the loss, but it's just so daunting. As you say, it's so daunting going up to Sun I think we've won New South Wales have won like three of their last fifteen or sixteen up there. So, um, but we go again. 
This, this, but this is the There's thing. a bit of emotion in that. Yeah, a lot of emotion. <laughs> this is the thing, though. These are the moments. These are the moments, Guru. These are the moments. stand up. Every setback sets you up for a comeback. <laughs> but this is the moment. Like this, maybe this is Cleary's moment. Is maybe this is Cleary's defining moment where he comes up in Suncorp, and we get towed up by a Cleary-led team. He has it in him. He can do it. Tedesco. I mean, we, we've already been through. The players can do it. I, I think that's that, where my mind's at. That's where we're going into a guru. This is oh, that's I'm how doing, we're going. I'm joining you. Positive. Yeah, mate. Well, like it's got to happen. At like think about 2019. The game is on the line. Queensland are doing what Queensland do. They're coming back into it. They're coming back into it. We score a try, Josh Maguire, then Papali'i scores a try, and every New South Wales man fan is sitting there going, oh, here's another series that we just blew. Then what do you know? Tedesco has his moment. Mm. So maybe this is Cleary's moment. Maybe this is Cleary's moment. Honestly, nothing would make me happier than to see Cleary go up there and own an Origin game in Suncorp. It, that's the folklore, though. Like That's what's so beautiful that's, that's about it. Yeah, it's what you know it. what I mean? It's like it's Suncorp. It's not just ANZ where he towed us up 44-6 or whatever. <laughs> if he went up to Suncorp, that is, that is his queen, and not to be disrespectful, but that is his Queenslander moment. I'm not trying to be disrespectful for New South Wales fans, but we talk about that, you know, those you moments that Queenslanders have. <laughs> you understand what I'm trying to say? That's his folklore moment. That's his Joey 05 moment. That's and rugby league guru. <laughs> and we spoke about it the other day. Like, the one thing that does give me confidence is that Nath went up there to play the Broncos a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was the best game this He season. killed it. He killed it. And he's won premierships up there. He beat the Rabbitohs. Yep. Um, so. Who did he beat? The Rabbitohs are pretty sure. Yeah. It's already, it's already been a tough morning, Gary. How spiteful of him. Like, you're supposed to be on the what same side. Shit, and he just, just aims it at you, Matty. Far out. Far out. Um, <laughs> and as I said, the good thing is, is I, I think as well, mate, like, look, I'm not sure how Campbell Graham would have played, but, you know, maybe we need to give Freddie Raps where Raps are due. Critter did play quite well. Yeah, yeah and they true. Did, and he kept him in the camp when Graham was injured. Maybe Graham being injured uh, wouldn't have been able to train as much and wouldn't have been as in sync. So maybe that, that's a, a positive you can take with the critter. Heap of pressure on Stephen Crichton last night too. Obviously, like last year's mm. series, he copped so much. Then he has to step into the shoes of Luttrell. Just so much pressure coming from so many spots. And oh, I thought he was tremendous. And he stepped don't, up. Don't underestimate the power of a generational talent in Luttrell Mitchell. Like We're talking about Luttrell Mitchell. He is, you know, I know GI has more origin under his belt, but he is your GI. Mm. Don't underestimate that. That's coming back into the side, ready and rare and angry, Big, strong, fast. Yeah. Cannot wait. Game two. Going to be the best. Anything you got going on at the moment before we end the podcast? Um, have you tried altitude training? <laughs> <laughs> Air locker? Air locker. Nah, bro. Just doing my thing. Getting around. Kissing babies. Changing lives. Taking oh, yeah. the oxygen away from you. I tell you what, I'd be bloody. I'm, I'm taking oxygen away from you, mate. Look at the fucking beak on me. Would I? Would I pass out if I went in there? With no, this the beak? thing is, it would actually be easier for you because you're consuming copious amounts of oxygen. Okay. So, so I get simulated. High. Yeah, the altitude can only do so much. Everyone else is elevated 3,500. You're two, you're at 2,000. <laughs> um, I think we've already. Oh, we haven't really previewed. Should we preview the round quickly? How many games are there? We'll just do tips. We'll just do tips. Um. They're eight games, so it's basically a full round. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. No, there's seven. Oh, we've already done the tips. Three teams on the bar. We've already done tips. We did them on, on uh, Monday. Already did them on Monday at the end of the show. Um, that is us done and dusted. Grab a case of bloke beer for the weekend, the beer of rugby league. Uh, and as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. <laughs>